It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope you had a wonderful, productive week. Um, And I hope you used a lot of tips from our wonderful guest last week, David Breyer, who, hooray, is going to be a repeat guest this week. We have part two um, today, and we're going to be continuing our discussion on branding. But before we get to that, um, I'd like to start with the business tip of the week. So this is like really super important. As a business owner, if you have a product or a service and something new happens, always have a fresh press release ready to go at all times. You can always go in and change the heading, but it's so important to have your nuts and bolts all set, written, ready to go. So that if breaking news occurs, you'll be able to just, you know, add to it and you won't be starting from scratch. So that's my business tip of the weekend. We'll be talking why that was my business tip in just a few minutes. So with that, let me just give you a really brief rundown um, of David's bio and then we'll move right into, you know, our show. All right. So, let's see, David here. Okay, David Breyer is a multi-award winning brand specialist whose work has been featured in the New York Times, Forbes, Adweek, Inc., Fast Company, and numerous other um, publications. With over 700,000 views worldwide online of his slide share presentations on branding, David is one of the leading specialists in branding and rebranding, helping companies turn around their brands or reclaim lost ground in today's fast-moving business world. Fans of the hit um, TV show Shark Tank will appreciate that one of the stars and investors of the show, Damon John, wrote, David Breyer is brilliant with branding. And I'll tell you, after last week's show, I agree 100% with um, Damon John. David is a native New Yorker. He is known for his quick wit and his keen insights that cut throughout the clutter to help companies defy gravity and rise above the noise. So with that, I'd like to give a warm welcome to David Breyer. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, David, I'm doing good. I am so, so crazy busy. It's all a very good thing. But the reason why my business tip of the day was all about press releases, Mm -hmm. it's because some breaking news 
had occurred. And I'll tell you, David, I pegged that this was going to happen last week. And as business owners, especially when we don't have all of, um, I probably need to really start hiring is what's going on with me because I'm so crazy busy. Mm -hmm. But um, what happened last week is, you know, the virus that's going around, um, the EV68 is what it's known as. Mm -hmm. It actually affects young children. Yeah, that's right. It's really a very, very scary thing because it almost is hard to detect that your kids have it until they start having like labored breathing. And that's when the parents start to panic and bring the kids into um, the emergency room or rush them to the pediatrician. But I just got an email this morning from our school district you know, that's saying that the virus has now hit the Northeast and to be extra careful, make sure the kids are washing their hands and everything. But David, I have to tell you, I feel so strongly that my Glovey's product is so, so necessary in every school that actually has young children handling any type of food or snacks so that when you have a three-year-old handing out their birthday cupcakes or fresh fruit, whatever it may be, that their hands are protected, allowing a little uh, protection against germs to their classmates. Absolutely. So what I've been doing is now, you know, I was on ABC Nightline News. How exciting is that? A couple of years ago. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. But now I'm like frantically trying to get out to all of my PR connections to get the word out that, you know, Glovies is a new product out there compared to the product it was years ago. And it truly is perfect for the situation. And, you know, my product has turned into something that is helping to feed the homeless in a sanitary way. It's helping pick up, you know, garbage and keep the earth clean during Earth Day. And now with this virus, you know, if Glovies can help stop the spread of germs, boy, I never would have imagined I would have come up with a product that would have been so clever and multipurpose in so many different ways. So it's all about getting the word out, you know, David, to let people know that the product exists and how it really is a solution to a problem. Absolutely. It's totally true. So, David, <laughs> yes. you can hear how hyped up I am. So I'm talking, I'm talking to a friend of mine that I jokingly call Coach, and she calls me Rocky because, you know, we went to a conference once, and I had to run up these a massive flight of stairs, and she was hysterical laughing and saying, here's Rocky. I said, well, you know what? I'll be Rocky. You'll be my coach because she's amazing. But exactly. um, what Annette was saying to me this morning is, How great is this that your show is on branding today? Because one of the most important questions you should ask, you know, your guest is, so what do you do in a situation like this? You have a great product. Some people know about it. Everybody loves it. And now all of a sudden, um, breaking news occurs and your product can actually help. That's right. What kind of suggestions do you have? Because I'm sure it happens to a lot of people out there. Well, obviously, obvi- you know, it, it's, um, 
it's always a it's always a fine line because you you know you 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 want to obviously represent your brand in a way that it's going to that, that it's going to help people. You don't want to seem like opportunistic. Like for example, um, on nine eleven, there were a whole bunch of of major major brands. I mean, you know, global brands that really were they were criticized and and people people rejected them and blogged about how tasteless that they actually took branding opportunities not because of a heartfelt uh empathy because of 911 but actually because it was a, a way for them to get their name in front of people and it was just it was rather it was very it was a very tasteless. poor cho- choice on their part yeah. so obviously one is always riding a fine balance with something like this um Obviously, it is of great concern to parents to make sure that their kids are safe, as well as as well as um, just schools and communities and cities and, and and such like that. So it's the kind of thing where I would definitely it needs to be about the factor of safety. It needs to be because there's always going to be topical uh, opportunities that come up, and now it's a matter of saying, by the way, this actually helps, and how it does actually help. Um, because the whole purpose, what you have to do in, in the short answer is you have to align yourself to the purpose that people who will want and need your product have. So in this case, it is keeping their kids safe. It's about keeping their kids safe. It's not, and, it, it, and by doing that, your product's going to help bring that about as opposed to, hey, blah, 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 buy our product. You know, so it's a fine line of choreographing your communication. You see what I mean? Absolutely. I think it's so important. You know, somebody had mentioned to me that you really should raise your price. And I said, you know what? I won't do that. I will not do that Mm -hmm. for the exact reason that you had said. I hate that when there is, you know, when Hurricane Sandy hit, you know, people were raising prices and gouging the customers. I would never, ever, ever do it. And you know what? If somebody um, needs shipping and they want it expedited, that's a very different situation. But as far as the product goes, it is what it is. I mm-hmm. stand behind it and I would never do that. But you're so right. It's um, It all goes back to problem and solution. How right. does your product or service help solve the solution, you know, or is a solution to a problem? Exactly. All right. So, David, since last week... Um, I have to tell you, I had my big presentation on Wednesday night and it went really well. And I talked about you during the presentation and I thought that we learned so much about branding last week. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that was really, really great. But for those listeners that haven't, we only have two minutes to our first break already. Mm -hmm. So for those listeners who weren't able to listen to our show last week. Can you just give us um, one more time a quick definition of branding? And then when we come back from break, we'll get more into a continuation of our discussion last week. Absolutely. The, the short answer is that uh, branding is, it comes down to four words. It is the art of differentiation because consumers um, are always seeking out a point of differentiation. 
And for those that might come from the school of, well, what about those who are always seeking price? Well, the reason that they're always seeking price is because the manufacturers of various products have presented their their products or services in such a way that they seem like commodities. In other words, there's no real value, there's no real distinguishing value between one and the other. And as a result, which, and that's what, that's what consumers are looking for. So in that circumstance, when you know that price is being discussed, I can guarantee you that the value, you have failed to differentiate the value to that potential customer or client. Perfect. So it is the art of differentiation. Wonderful. Okay, everyone, hang on. We have a lot more to talk about branding with David Breyer. We'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine here, and you know, David, I think our conversation during the break probably should have been happening on air because I think it's so important for everybody to really know. But because branding, it all kind of goes together as far as marketing goes, and what we were discussing on break is my plan of action to try to get the word out that I have a great product, it's Glovies, and we have to let the world know that it can help them. And I don't know, David, this is what I, I think one thing I can do is really go to the media first, try to get into the newspapers. Once I get into the newspapers, what happens is the producers of all of the shows, you know, The View, you see Kelly and Michael flipping through the newspaper all the time for some news, 
then um, it'll hopefully get to them. And that's when I hope my real customers will then see it, whether it be the retail customer or the schools, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to bring the branding end of it in here, you know, it's so important, David, that I've worked on my branding. I've worked to get my package right because now that I've done my homework with that, I feel that I'm ready to do all of this and I feel positive about it. Beautiful. You know, so anyway, all right, enough of that. But I was just excited about that and wanted to share it with everybody. Yeah, that's fabulous news. Yeah. So, David, all right. So we talked about, you know, the importance of branding. You gave us a definition. We talked about the importance of the consumers demanding a difference. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we're going to talk about today. We're going to wrap up with the other five tips that we had yep. from last week. Um, what I'm thinking is, do you want to just quickly review the golden rules one through five real quick, David? Sure. I mean, well, very, very quickly for those that, that uh, weren't tuned in last week. Um, let me just pull up, pull that up right here. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it, and then you'll, you'll just give us your quick blurb. How's that? Sure, that's totally fine. Golden rule number one, rules enable one to follow. Knowledge enables one to lead. Okay, the way that basically that, um, that grew out of when I was doing a, when I was actually speaking at a conference in Toronto, and someone had asked me something that uh, at the time I was, I was talking specifically about design, and they had literally asked me, so what are your five favorite fonts? And I could totally see. They wanted to know what's David Breyer's five favorite fonts, so they can now go back to their office and now say, hey, these are his favorite fonts, so therefore I can use these with confidence. So if anyone questions me, I can say, well, those are the five, David Breyer's five favorite fonts. And I thought to myself, I'm not going there. I mean, all that happened in a split second of observation of seeing why would he ask such a question? And so I simply said at the moment, it was a spontaneous thing. And I said, look, you know, I said, I'm not going to answer that question because I don't want to give you something that's a crutch. Right. I don't, I don't want a crutch isn't strength. A crutch is dependency. And so I, I said to him, I said, look, rules enable one to follow. Knowledge enables one to lead. So let me give you some, some basic understanding. And the understanding part is what ended up, is what ended up occurring and that's where that's where it all that's where it all where it all worked um, really really successfully um, to really get him the idea that oh actually I need some knowledge I don't need to just have rules that I will blindly follow. Oh, this is great! That's so so smart, perfect, and that's what probably gave him the success to move forward. So it's the knowledge to lead. I love that. That's perfect. So we'll move on to golden rule number two. In branding as in life, being average isn't the goal. It's the barrier to overcome on your way to brand excellence and leadership. You know, if I if I didn't know that I'd read that, I would say that that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, 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 I just love that. It's one of those... I mean, you know, whenever I talk, whenever I talk to business owners or talk to CEOs, um, um, you know, really the thing is, 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 you know, nobody has the goal. You know, let's be a moderate success. Let's provide something that's sort of average. You know, there's, and there's a reason why 
on when you go to Amazon.com or you go to or you go to your favorite uh, department store, whether you're going to go to Macy's or you're going to go to or you're going to go to if you're going to go to Penny's or Kohl's or Target or whatever, there's not an aisle for average. Okay, average stuff is in this aisle. No one's seeking average. People are seeking something that meets a need that they've specified. They don't want an average solution. They want the best possible one. And that's why when it comes to developing your product, defining it, and also then how you present it to the world, average is not going to cut it. I think this is great. And you know what? After spending all of the money and the investment in your product or service – why would you want to just be average? You well, really I'll, do. And, and, and I'll, I'll interject on that one point you just made. One of the most common mistakes I see, especially when it comes to startups, because at any given time, uh, you know, our, my firm is working with uh, maybe 40% of our clients might be startups. Sometimes it's 25%, sometimes it's 70%. And other times we're actually helping existing companies that have been in business for 10 years to, to, to 100, literally 100 years. We just completed a, working with a company that was a 100-year-old company. And so, but with that is that so much of the time they'll spend time and they'll work at it, work at it, and they're sure. They kind of like have this idea, you know, if we build it, they will come. And I tell them, you know, that's great for a Hollywood script, but it's not true. You have to actually create the bridge. Branding is the bridge between your great invention, your great creation, and people discovering it. And so they, and so oftentimes they'll say, well, we spent all this money on development. We haven't left money for branding. I said, well, that's, that's really 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 stupid that's kind of like uh i don't know i guess it's kind of like when one's preparing for their prom that they actually make sure that they're internally they're very very healthy but they forgot to actually maybe buy a suit or a dress right (laughs) that's so funny but it's so so true so sometimes i feel that people don't realize the significance of branding i mean i have my master's in marketing and i had an entire course on branding and it's the different you can see right away the difference between two companies who have invested time and resources to branding and those that have not. That's my opinion. I don't And, know and the world class and the world class brands that that we all know and love right. um, are actually we're actually they, their CEOs are ones who totally know the value of branding and marketing and image and design. The, okay. And the ones that are that are that don't have that sort of incredible fan base and loyal customer base are ones that haven't. Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. All right, golden rule number three, life and business is like software. Version upgrades are available. Again, brilliant. Who wrote this stuff? This is incredible. (laughs) David, we have to tell everybody about the ebook, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I love it. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, it's well. The basic thing is is um, wh- I'll tell you. In, in my experience, I have found that that uh, sometimes I have to remind a company. By the way, what you've been doing, you, what you've been doing, while it may be comfortable and familiar, like a pillow or a com- or sort of a blanket or something like that that there actually is something better. The world has moved on, and there actually are opportunities that, that, that it doesn't mean that you have to abandon what has worked, but you may need to expand it and, and, and embrace it. And one of the great lines I, I think I'd heard was, like, the poorest, the poorest strategy is, uh, for any company is, quote, unquote, we've always done it this way. 
that's a horrible reason uh, to actually continue a strategy. Yeah, I agree with that totally. And sometimes, you know what, David, if somebody has been, you know, working in a company or especially when the company has been handed down generation to generation, I think that's when you hear that phrase more often than not. And sometimes it's just good to bring in some young blood to kind of spark it up a bit or to change yeah. it up. A you bit. know, yeah, young blood or, or fresh eyes. Yeah. You know, it, it used to be, sometimes I've gotten into the circumstance where people say, well, what have you done in this industry? And I, and I happily say nothing. Right. My, my greatest successes for, for my clients have actually been ones where I, it was the first time I ever did anything in that industry because I had zero preconceived notions. I had no idea that, oh, well, since you're in the gourmet category, you need to look and feel a certain way. I, have no, I mean, because I work in so many different industries with so many different That's types great. of clients, there's, an, there's a value added to new eyes and a fresh perspective. It's so funny that you should say that because I remember years ago, it was 20 years ago, uh, somebody wanted me to like sit on a board and I looked at the guys and I was like, I'm way too young and inexperienced to be helping you guys. And they said, no, please, please just come in. And I have to tell you, after the meeting was over, they looked at us and they were like, we never would have thought of the stuff that you thought of. And they felt so much value added. But it was probably because I was from the outside looking in. Yeah, it's almost so. it's almost like that movie. I forget what the, the name of it was. Remember the one where he where Tom Hanks was like he, he was a boy, but somehow through some little magic or something he ended up being an adult and then he was working for this toy company and coming up with all the, a hit after hit after hit because he actually was a kid in, a, in an adult body <laughs> uh, that's so funny and i did watch the movie but i don't remember the name of it but it, that was a great great analogy that's smart yeah. okay yeah. so again i can't believe how fast the show is going today david so let's just quickly um we have two minutes left We'll talk about rule number four and five really quickly. Yep. Well, I think we're only going to have time for rule number four. Become a cause for celebration. Yes. Pe- people, look, people have passions. The, the, stupidest business, the stupidest business would be one where it's like you know, the, the, the creator of the company is so enthralled with, it, with his or her own idea, but yet there, aren't that, there isn't actually a passion that they're tapping into. So... You know, one, like, like Nike tapped into the passion of, of doing something, just doing anything on any level. Um, you know, Haagen-Dazs, you know, it's the passion for basically rewarding yourself at the end of the day. I mean, just like, you know, it's the ultimate adult indulgence. Uh, you know, Porsche is a passion for, for that, whole, that whole automotive experience. Harley-Davidson is that passion for the, the wide-open road, weekend warriors, etc. So you've got to, there's got to be a passion that you're tapped into because, again, it, it, it parallels to the average that we talked about earlier. But that's the thing. Be a, be a cause for celebration. Great. What are people going to be passionate to and cater to that audience because then you will, you will have a base upon which to grow. Wonderful. Okay, we're not going to have time for golden rule number five, but we will have time for that as soon as we get back from our break. So everyone stay with us. We have David Breyer from Raising Above the Noise with us. Hang in there, everyone.
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The WooHoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Join us for Healing with the Marika Method. This is an amazingly informative show to help heal people as well as their horses, dogs, and cats. This show inspires and empowers people to take charge of their own health and their animals' health using the power of diet, nutrition, natural medicines, and lifestyle to heal a variety of health problems. Learn how food impacts all physical and emotional health conditions and how diet and natural medicines are used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. Marika is a health and nutrition specialist, homeopathic practitioner, a gifted medical intuitive and healer, and an author and educator with over two decades of experience in clinical practice for people and their pets. Join our host, Marika Vandewater, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and I just want to correct something because it's David at risingabovethenoise.com. And, you know, David's going to have a chance um, next segment to really um, give us all of his information. But I just want to clarify that David's company is D. BD International. Okay. So with that, David, we're um, going to golden rule number five. There is little worse a company can do for its brand than to have a product or service that is different with a pitch that sounds the same as everyone else's. Yep. So we talked about this last week. Do you just want to throw something in there? Sure. I, I mean, the basic the basic thing for 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 your listeners to um, get out of this one is that is that um, if all, if there has been time and resources 
invested into making something that truly is a superior product. Um, I see, uh, like, for, let me just back up. I see plenty of inferior products outperforming superior products just because they have superior branding. That's really where this comes from. So the thing is, is that it is, to me, it's a crime. It is a crime to actually take all the time and the money to invest in creating something that is superior and then give it inferior or average uh, branding that doesn't really give, uh, give any compelling reason why should I, the consumer, care? Why should I care? Because, because I'm getting hit. For example, one fact that very few people know is that on the average there's around 26,000 new products released every year on top of the millions that already exist. Hmm. That's new products. Wow. So the thing is, is and, and, and there's varying different figures of how many messages you and I are getting hit with every day, whether they're 1,200 messages, media messages, 2,000, 2,500, whatever. It's absurd. When you look at texting, you look at, you look at ads that occur before trailers, after trailers. We're getting hit and slammed in-app advertising, um, all kinds of advertising on, via email, TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's rather endless. So with all of that, how is one going to expect? And my, one thing I say jokingly is um, marketing by telepathy, that I've conducted a, a survey, a nationwide survey, that marketing by telepathy has not been found to be really reliable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would think not. <laughs> so, you know, so obviously, obviously any psychics listening to your show knew that I was going to say that. But for the rest of the people. <laughs> and I have a lot of psychics listening to my show, David. <laughs> That's so funny. But, yeah, it's important to get your message out. I mean, we talked last week about, you know, even your packaging. You know, you can have one product that is superior than the other, but if the package, the branding doesn't come across as appealing, guess what? Somebody is going to go for the nicer box. With- totally, totally. And, and you know, and, and I mentioned this last, in last week's show, but just as an example, you know, sometimes, sometimes people will be skeptical. It's like, oh, really? Is, is, the, is it really that important? Well, first of all, let's look at this. Uh, I've seen varying statistics, but, but women, for example, represent about 65 to 85 at any given varying t- different times of the year, 65 to 85% of purchases. They are the decision makers. Now, women have very, very different buying patterns than men. W- women are detail-oriented. Okay, they love the details. They love the attention to all that, the, the, the package, how it's done, the quality of the material. Um, how everything's presented, that, that's a make-break point. That will be a point as to whether women will launch into, I, I jokingly have said that men are genetically incapable of doing what women can natively do, which is women can launch into a 30-minute into a infomercial with their girlfriends uh, spontaneously. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. if, and if your product does that, that's, you, know, you have to give them a reason. And, and, and even with one product, one of the best uh, chocolatiers in the Midwest, redesign their package and literally within 30 days just with the package alone in the first 30 days there's sales of of truffles they're handmade chocolate truffles which are delectable and intoxicating they actually tripled 300 percent increase in one month and that was just because of packaging packaging. you did an amazing job on that package and i have to tell you i think all the listeners should make sure they go to your website to check it out i love what you did it's like you you get to see the before you get to see the after and even like your videos are so great 
really, we have to make sure we tell everybody how to get to your videos. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll gladly share that. Okay. So let's move on to golden rule number six. Don't confuse channels of communication with your brand's voice. Your brand's voice is the content. The channel simply is the route your content moves along. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. Perfect example is social media. When social media started becoming the catchword for everyone's, oh, God, we have to get our social, we have to get on social media, we have to get on social media, we have to get our Facebook page, we have to get our Twitter account, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to go on Instagram. Well, the thing that happens there is that, is that everyone jumps onto this brand new channel, but yet they don't do the thing that is going to make the difference as to whether that channel means anything, which is, what are you going to say on that channel? What are you going to say that's going to be relevant, that's going to matter, that's going to, that's going to tie in and align to my passions as a consumer for something that I care about? So instead of working that out first, they, they get all excited about the channel. And, and for those that have been in business for a while, a, a perfect example was the fax machine. You know, right. for those of us that were in the business, it's like an instant this before everyone had computers in their offices. So the fax machine came out. And everyone was like, wow, this is really exciting. We don't have to just send stuff in the mail anymore. We can actually now also just fax people stuff. So instead of them getting it in three or four days, now it gets there in three or five minutes. Wow. And everyone went crazy. And it's like, oh, this is the answer. It's, the channel of communication is never the answer. If you figured out something intelligent to put on that fax machine right. or figured out something intelligent to put on your social media channels, that's where it actually it makes a difference. It's, but you have to work that out prior to that. That's so smart. So, David, can you give us an example using the legacy chocolate that you masterfully <laughs> did? What, what was the message you guys were getting out with the chocolate? Well, interestingly enough, you know, interestingly enough, the original owner of of uh, Legacy, unless you actually opened the box and tasted it, you actually were getting no message. They literally were communicating nothing. The the the, the original owner, um, he was very 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 proud of his creation, and he was like, well, anybody who's who, anybody who's anybody is going to know that this is the actual, this is really the 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 creme de la creme of chocolates, and that's it. I don't have to communicate anything more. That was his that was his view. <laughs> and, I, and so yeah, I looked no. at I looked at the whole thing, and there was but there was a two tier phenomenon that occurred. One was I realized that foodies love they love sound bites, they love little bits and facts and things. Mm-hmm. The, you know, like well, what what makes this chocolate taste great? What makes that uh, what makes that what makes it taste of it's a little too oily on my tongue? What causes that? You know, how is coffee really really similar to to uh, chocolate? And if so, how is that? Because the beans get roasted, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So all of those things start to become part of the story, and people went crazy over all the trivia. And they loved those little facts. It gave them something to talk about, but additionally, the box itself was, all of a sudden, it became the perfect gift because it already had all this incredible stuff on it that they could literally buy it now, and it made them the hero as the gift giver, whereas previously, the box was a white box. It didn't look very impressive to give to somebody. And I wouldn't so that's, even that's want to wrap. I wouldn't even want to wrap that box. No, no, and you didn't need to. That's the point. I think it's great. And you know what, David? Honestly, I would keep that box for everything, paper clips, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, supplies, whatever. I, I love boxes. I always have since I was little. <laughs> yep. I collect the little boxes, and I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that um, that their sales increased 300%. But not only that, the fact that the box is so cool – 
it sits in somebody's office that they're looking at that box all day long. Yep. Subliminally, they're tasting that chocolate way after they've bought it. Exactly right. Exactly right. So I think that's great. All right. Let's move on to rule number seven. If your customer can experience it, it's media. Mm -hmm. Only blank. <laughs> that means, yep, it's a big canvas out there. So tell us about that. Well, the thing, the thing that's often overlooked is that every point of contact is really a form of media. I'll give you a for, uh, uh, for instance. There was a husband and wife that had had a company, and it was one of these. They were growing very, very nicely, but they realized that the name of the company and the brand had really not been developed. Um, so now they were going to really do some catch-up. Well, after discussing the whole uh, business with them and understanding it, I realized there were two, two things. One was that the only communication that people or contact people had was through their website or through customer service. That was it. And the other was when they delivered products to people. Um, and that was the other form of communication. And I asked, how, did you, how do you actually send this stuff? And they said, well, and, and the, the husband was super happy that, he, hey, I, you know, we used, you know, we used um, the, the free boxes from the U.S. Postal Service. And oh. I said, wait a second, wait a second, because this right. is for women's milestones. You know, th this is for women's events. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> you're sending all this, this stuff that's supposed to have value associated with it in this box? That's for the U.S. Postal Service. I said, are you, are you invoicing the U.S. Postal Service for all the free advertising you're giving them? That's ridiculous. Right. And so I, I said, that is your key point of contact because any package is going to go through anywhere between 8 to 15 hands and pairs of eyes, and it's free advertising. I said, let's turn it. Let, instead of actually making that box a box, actually let's turn it into an event and actually created a gorgeous shipping box that itself was an event. It was incredible eye candy, but it was also just it was very strong, and it really substantiated the purchase. When the person got it, they were like, wow, they felt validated. And anyway, sales just took off. They, 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 they saw their sales in a matter of a few years increase like 400% just with that kind of exposure, and then they got really excited when they would actually show me. They would send me pictures with a, the entire UPS truck filled with all their boxes, and it was gorgeous, <laughs> you know? That's so funny. I can't believe this show is going so fast today, David. I feel like somebody's playing with my clock over here. <laughs> but uh, we're up on another break, but I really want to talk just a tiny little bit more about the shipping boxes because I think you're so right. So when we come back, um, we're, we have David Breyer with us today talking about branding. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious.
rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have David Breyer with us. So, David, I have so much to, so much information to squeeze in, and I'll tell you what happened during our commercial break. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, David, so you were mentioning how important it is to have your shipping box more or less customized to create that big bang that makes people probably wonder, what the heck is in this box? I wish it was addressed to me. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly. What? I have to tell you, David, it really means a lot to me right now because I'm embarrassed to say that I have this really cute package that I created to send out to some very senior people in very big companies. And I thought I was so clever. Um, With the help of one of my friends, we brainstormed and I said, I have to do something different to catch their eye. And my logo is penguins. So I went out and I purchased these really cute little beanie bear, uh, beanie bag, I guess, um, penguins that are keychains. And what I did was I put a hole punch in my my business card, and I attached it onto the loop of the keychain, and then I put the little penguin inside one of my disposable gloves that are clear, mm-hmm. and, and then I put a package of gloves, and I, I'm sitting here saying, oh, I'm a genius. I did such a great job until you had to say what you said, David. <laughs> I am sending it in a U.S. postal box, a flat rate shipping box, and I'm looking at my boxes saying, oh, for goodness sake, I have to rip them all open. I have to go out and get a nice customized white box and put all of my glovey stickers all over it. But you are so right. It's so important. Why not capitalize on having a custom box made. I mean, they're not that expensive, and it's well worth the investment. Absolutely. It's totally true. So, all right. So, David, we wrapped up rule number seven. 
I want to um, first give you the opportunity to tell all my listeners how to get to you. So this is your chance to give a full pitch. Sure. And then when we're done with that, I can't wait to tell you what I just got through email on the break. Okay. Oh, Go cool. ahead, David. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, any, any of your listeners can reach me at david at risingabovethenoise.com. That's risingabovethenoise.com. They're uh, basically, in short, they can, you can reach out to me if you have questions, you have branding questions, if you have a business that you are wondering if it's actually maximizing um, how it's really presenting itself in the marketplace, reach out to me. The other thing that uh, your listeners can do is they can get their own copy of the Lucky Brand, the Lucky Brand ebook. It's free. It has all 10 points, the 10 golden rules, and it's a, it's a great, great reference. I mean, thousands of people around the world have uh, downloaded it, and um, people really get a lot out of it. So I would definitely invite that. And when you do that, you automatically get subscribed. So that way you'll get you'll get occasional updates and case studies. And there it is. So risingabovethenoise.com is where they can go, and they can or they can email me at david at risingabovethenoise.com if they've got any questions. And because I get a lot of traffic, just say just please put in caps say radio show or something like that, like in, in caps. That way I, I don't miss it because I get a lot of traffic every day. Okay. So, David, I'm just tweeting that out to everybody also. So if you're following me on Twitter, you should be able to see it. So um, we mentioned your free ebook. We put David at risingabovethenoise.com. And do we have to tell them anything else? Oh, mention, mention um, PIF radio show. Yep. Okay, great. And we'll tweet it out to everybody and hopefully we'll get a lot of people to sign up because trust me, anybody who's listening, the book is really, really great. We're just touching on the highlights of the book during, you know, our show. But David's got great pictures and lots of, you know, inspirational things. Lots of visuals. It's not just words. You'll actually see how things are supposed to be done. Yeah, I love this. Okay, so David, I want to tell you real quick. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, I just X'd out of my um, my email for a second, so I'll get back into it. But this is a perfect example of how, you know how you said that women are really detailed? Well, as a small business owner, I feel that no matter what, I always have to take the extra step to do things. Um, and what I do is every single order that I send out that I get for Glovies, I literally put a handwritten note at the bottom of it in my fancy handwriting. Mm-hmm. And I say, thank you so much for your order. Enjoy your Glovies. Yeah. And the reason is because I think Glovies are just like baby wipes out there that you can use them for everything. So I just kind of let them now enjoy them because you can figure out so many different ways to use them. So anyway, uh, somebody had requested a sample of Glovies, and, you know, I said, okay, that's fine. You know, I have to pay for postage and all of that stuff. But you know what? If somebody has that much interest in your product, just give it to them. It's well worth the investment. You never know who they are or what's going to happen. I cannot Mm -hmm. believe this, David. So I did follow up, which uh, one of my business tips during my um, big presentation last week is – Follow up or die. Either the transaction will just die if you don't follow up. So somebody emails me and wants a sample of Glovies, and I said, sure, give me your address. I send her the address. 
And I cannot believe what I just got. It says they love Glovies. They're using them on several episodes of The Mysteries of Laura. Oh, which cool. Is... That's actually, that's actually <laughs> premiering tonight. That's premiering David, tonight. David, it's a new show on NBC yeah. starring Deborah Messing. Yeah, no, it's airing tonight. You got to, you got to, you got to blast that out to everybody. <laughs> David, David, I'm so excited that I'm sharing this with you. That's great. Because, you know, with a small business, I always say my business can change any minute with an email. I'm just waiting for that phone call. I'm waiting for, and look at this, just on commercial break, I said, let me just check in and see what's going on. Can you believe this? So then she says, I want to purchase more of them for another TV show that has kids and for my son's Cub Scout pack. Fabulous. She proceeds, I misplaced your information, so I am so happy you contacted me again. Can, can you please send me the case price? Can you believe this, David? That's fabulous. So I'm so very, very excited, but it's so important to just, you know, take that extra step and follow up is key. Absolutely it is. So, David, I have to let everybody know. I can't believe it. You know, my kids are getting a little old, and my 10-year-old thinks he's so cool, David. And he's like, Ma, can't you come up with a product that's like a little more cool than Glovies? And I'm like, wait till he goes in and tells his friends that Mom's product is on NBC in a brand new show. <laughs> Fabulous. That is, so, that is great. That is great. And, and, you know, and now your listeners may be listening to this and saying, well, that, that's incredible. You know, was that just luck? No. Look, we, you and I have talked two times in the last, in the last 10 days. Is it coincidence that it's occurred now? Eh, probably not. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But, you know, when I do things, I never know where it's going to lead. But the fact is, and you mentioned this last week, you got to do something. That's you right. can't just sit around and not do it. You've got to take the, the steps and the actions to do it. Totally so right. Anyway, I'm so excited, David. All right. Well, All no, right. just 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 for just for you now, just only decaf for you for the rest of the day, okay? Only decaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to jump up and do my victory dance, but I have to tell you, I feel it in my bones, David. The next couple of days is going to be huge for Glovies. And this is why you always have to be on your toes and ready at all times, you know. True. So, True. yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping I might end up on TV, so that's why you always have to do your exercise and eat healthy because you Absolutely. always have to be ready for it. That's right. That's but great. anyway, I'm so happy. But David, I'm I'm glad I get to share it with you and everybody online now. Yeah, so, congratulations, fabulous! Thank win. you so much. Yeah. All right, so we have to move on here because our time is running out here. All right, David, golden rule number eight: if you don't tell your customer what the difference is. Your customer will decide it for you. True. If you if if you don't if you if you don't take the time to actually define it, um, customers will make stuff up. They and it could be anything from well, there's no difference to oh, I guess that stuff is you know made overseas or oh, it's probably inferior material or 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 you, you don't you have no idea. You have as many opportunities to be to be defined by your audience as there are people, unless you actually define it yourself. That, that's the simplicity yeah. of that. 
This is great. This is great. I just got an email from somebody that says, I want to call him, meaning David Breyer. So I'm going to have to make sure. Is it okay if I give your telephone number out, David, or they should just go online and email you probably? No, I mean, they can, no, that's, that's fine. I mean, you can, you can, well, actually, here, why don't you, since that person's reached out, why don't you email that person back and you can give them, you have my cell phone and you can have them call myself. That's the best number to reach me at. Okay, perfect. I'll do that. All right, with just two minutes left, golden rule number nine, your brand's not about you, it's about me. Right. This is like probably probably the most prevalent mistake I see companies making is they're interested in talking about themselves and about their product and about this and about that. And you know what? It's not about you. It's not about our everything that we make, whether whether it's whether it's Glovies or whether it's my service or this or that, the other. Those are all a means to an end. In other words, it's what they make possible. Glovies is as good as it helps keep kids safe. Right. And germ free. Right. That's its value. So people lose sight of that, and they go, hey, 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 I've got, you know, I've got, we have to talk about our product and how it's different, and it's more materials, better materials, and, you know, better, uh, better staff, and more knowledgeable people, and we're caring, and we're, we made it from the heart, and blah, 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 same old cliche junk. But the thing is, is that it's, you know, that's the thing, is that it's net, stop talking about one's own stuff, and start talking about the customer, and their needs, their problems, their passions, and you will be on the right road. Perfect. Well, 40, 30 seconds left. I'm just going to read this. Never settle for good enough. This is rule number 10. Never settle for that's not bad. David, those are our 10 golden rules. I have to tell everybody, please email David. Um, David at risingabovethenoise.com. Get your free ebook. It's called The Lucky Brand by David Breyer. And David, thank you for being a part of pay- Paying It Forward. You're an incredible guest. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thanks for all your listeners for checking in. Thank you, David. And everyone, have a great productive week. And I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons.